Hello, I'm the executive assistant to the CEO of a pretty big fashion brand. So basically, this means that I'm the dog of my evil boss. I do everything she asks of me and I make sure I get it done. And I'm thorough about it. But something happened recently where I didn't feel like I was getting the respect that I deserved for everything I've ever done for her. This is that story. So, like I said, I'm the executive assistant to this CEO. We'll call her Susan. I grew through the ranks of this company, and the main reason I even became the executive assistant was due to the fact that Susan started to like me over time. She appreciated the way that I worked, the efficiency of my work habits, and she even told me once that she admired how intelligent and clever I could be with my pitches and presentations. I was thoroughly praised by Susan, and as a CEO of this fashion giant of a company, she made sure that I got this position. She pulled some strings and boom, here I am. Unfortunately, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows from there. I was her dog, and she treated me like one. I did everything that an executive assistant ought to do. I managed her schedule, I took her emails and phone calls so she wouldn't be slowed down every five minutes by them, and I arranged her meetings and business events so when she walked through the door, she was set for the day. She hardly had to lift a finger when I was around, and I was very proud about that. Heck, I even made sure that her airline tickets were booked in advance for first class, and that she had the best hotel room in whatever city she needed to travel to. Now, these are the things that normally, yeah, executive assistants are supposed to do all of that. So, what's the problem? Here's the problem. I've always wanted to be the CEO. Not just a CEO, but the CEO of this particular company. I've always loved fashion, and I strived throughout my college career to be in the position that I am now. So you can imagine how I felt when, one, my favorite fashion brand hired me to start off here as an employee. And two, how amazing I felt to be recognized for my skills and to become an executive assistant. But I wanted to become the CEO, especially after the way I've seen my boss and how she runs this show. She doesn't care about the company. If anything went wrong during a meeting, like, say, the bagel and coffee catering was late, or there wasn't enough food and drinks for everyone, then it was purely my fault. Which it wasn't. I literally just checked and double-checked with my boss if the number of bagels and coffee was enough for the meetings. She'd give me the go-ahead, and I would do it. I would place those orders and think that it was enough. But it never was. My boss would joke and say things while I was still in the room. Things like, Oh, it's just so hard to find good help these days, am I right? And the room would explode with laughter from the other CEOs and bigwigs in the room. The people there that pretended to laugh or didn't laugh at all, I knew those were my fellow assistants. I knew that they knew that this was our plight. In those moments... What could I do? I knew they were all laughing at me. What with her jokes, 
but I just smiled and laughed along weakly. Sorry, guess that's why I became a communications major and not a math major, I joked right back, and the CEOs found it funny. But my boss only pretended to laugh along when I deflected the humiliation that she tried to put me through. However, it doesn't stop there. If I ever asked her a question about something or another where I was genuinely confused and needed help, she'd just bark out a laugh and brush me off. Aren't you smart enough to figure it out on your own, Miss Communications Major? She'd asked me and scoffed. I was so turned away by her cruddy attitude that I went off on my own to do just that. And I did figure it out. But just the fact that she did this to every other employee or person that needed her help with understanding something, it told me that she did not care about this company whatsoever. But the final straw, the straw that broke my back, was this moment. I had a fiancé, and we were engaged for nearly six months at that point in time. I brought him to all these big parties, and he knows how busy I've been with all the little things my boss makes me do. For this particular event, it was the boss's birthday, so everyone in the company was going to be there. I had been in charge of setting up and booking the location, made the invites, and even hired all of the catering and entertainment for the party. I really flexed my organization and communication prowess for this event. There was just one thing I had left to get. And it was a more personal gift, the champagne. I purchased and picked it up myself on my way to the party. My fiancé was my date. But since I had to make this quick stop, I told him to go ahead without me. Some friendly co-workers of mine arrived at the event before me, too. And they sent me Snapchats and text messages saying the party was amazingly set up. And it was so much fun already. I smiled and felt genuinely happy. I even texted them back to say how happy I was that they were having a blast. I texted my fiancé, too, just to see if he was enjoying his time there. But he never answered. I didn't think too much of it. He was never a good texter, so he probably was having a lot of fun and lost himself in all the good times he was having. I didn't rush to the party. I felt confident in my own abilities that it was going swimmingly for everyone, especially the birthday girl a.k.a. my boss, but I knew I had to hurry. They would blow out the candles and sing happy birthday to her in a little less than 30 minutes, so I did just that. I hurried and parked the car. I hopped out and rushed up to the door with the champagne in hand, and just as I opened the door to rush into my perfectly planned event, I saw my boss and my fiancé dancing and grinding on the dance floor. I did not appreciate the way that she wrapped her arms around his neck and the way that he didn't even try to hide the fact that he was a taken man with an engagement ring on his finger. I was floored. I didn't know what to do with myself. This event, this party, I made it for her. No, it wasn't out of the goodness of my heart. Yes, she wrote down the to-do list of everything that she wanted for the party, from where it was held to the DJs that I hired to play there. I even hired the lighting technician that she requested. 
I couldn't have planned her whole wedding if she wanted me to. But that was an example that had hit a little too close to home for comfort. And all of this was done for just her. To make some cliché dance moves on my man? I was livid, absolutely livid. There was only one thing that came from me to her without any to-do list to tell me to get this, and it was the champagne bottle that I left on the presents table. I stormed out of that place in tears. Oh, but you won't believe what happened next. I never reported her to the company for her mistreatment of me. I never complained about my life to anyone. If anything, after that fatal night at my boss's birthday party, I broke it off with my fiancé and just muscled through every task that my boss gave me to do at work. I filed her documents, made her copies, and documented those, too. I fetched her coffee with my own money. I organized her nail appointments amongst the actual professional ones, and I even had to arrange a romantic date between her and my ex. She knew what she was doing, and she was smug. But, like Cinderella, I just worked hard for that salary. But you know who had reported all of this mistreatment for me? My co-worker, to whom will remain anonymous for her own safety. Amongst so many pieces of compelling evidence of mistreatment of not just me, but of other employees, there was a perfectly captured video of my boss screaming in my face and throwing hot coffee all over my blouse. And trust me, it was hot! My skin was beyond red, and my face alone could tell you that, oh yeah, that stuff burned. My co-worker got that on her phone. And she even got footage of it happening to an intern, too. It was terrible. And as soon as she posted it online for people to see, the video went viral. There were so many views overnight, and the likes easily jumped to the thousands. The comments were outraged, and there were a lot of opinionated people. I never trusted big corporations, and now I see why, lol. Yo, this boss lady has mad Karen vibes. Add this to a Karen compilation, somebody, please. Those poor workers. I hope that coffee wasn't scolding hot. That's so dangerous. The genuine concern that these people showed in the comments really told me that there were people out there that cared. It actually warmed my heart when I read them, and I realized that I really needed to care a bit more about my self-respect and sense of self-worth. Because no one should ever have to treat me like that. And to say the very least, this sort of exposure was quickly found out. The bigwigs and other CEO giants had seen this video since it was trending for a good amount of time. My boss's phone blew up. And guess who the lucky lady was to filter through this sudden influx of texts and calls? Me! It was me! I was the one that saw all these outraged and disturbed messages, and to hear the voicemails of any missed calls and even the disgust in real-time phone calls. My boss was fired, but not by anyone above her or anything, but instead by her peers of the company. I still remember it as if it had just been yesterday. The meeting was called, and all the CEOs were there to evaluate my boss. 
they all agreed that she was completely in the wrong to do what she did to us, and since it wasn't officially reported and only posted online, there was a legal loophole that they extended to her and just cut her losses, and to let herself get terminated from her job position as a lying, manipulative person with great powers. But the best part? The absolute best part of this whole ordeal? was just shortly after my old boss left. The CEOs in the room looked at me and asked if I would be able to take over my boss's position. They had always been amazed with my presentations and bright, clever ideas for the sake of bettering our fashion statements from young people alike. How could I possibly say no?